Peace and love. <laughs> My name is Ayoka, and this is the Waterways Podcast, where knowledge flows and creation knows. Today, I have Amitola here with me. She's going to tell you a little bit about herself. Peace, y'all. Um, my name is Omitola. Thank you for introducing me. Mm-hmm. Tola for short. Um, I am a creatress. My brand name is From the Coil, and I am the owner of the Coil Together Wellness and Beauty Bar. We're in Newport News, and also uh, our yoga studio, our healing center, the Coil Wellness. Awesome. So... Before we had our sister up here, I know you. Know, I don't know what name you know her by. All of them. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> Lit. She know who we talking about. Um, and we spoke about we spoke about our water, our womb. Um, there's a definition I want to reference. When I looked up the spiritual meaning of the womb, the definition is a symbol of the great mother. It is typically typically symbolized by the cave and it is the sum total of all possibilities and all potentials it is fertility and abundance i think that definition is so powerful when i think of the great mother i think of like the mother of mothers i think Mm -hmm. of like when i don't feel nurtured how i can go in nature and get that Mm -hmm. um I thought that the cave was really symbolic because that represents to me like that darkness that um, like even when we are even when we are carrying our children they're in darkness they're in the water and they're in darkness um, and then it the fact that it says the sum total mm. of all possibilities and all potentials like how could you ever total that anyway <laughs> but I thought it was dope that they tried to like encompass it to get you to really understand like all possibilities and all potentials are reside within you mm. like we are seeds we are we have the potential of force within us and um and fertility and abundance it's like that infinite energy there's no end. There's Mm-mm. there's a starts and just circles, I guess you could say. Ashay. <laughs> I like that definition too. It makes me think, um like the cave part really stuck out to me. Mm-hmm. And it makes me think of like uh the moon and like the to me I look at the moon as a mother. Mm-hmm. Um and how she has many phases, but still she rises, she comes up and both her and the sun share the sky. Um, but she's changing. The sun always comes up the same exact way. Uh-huh. Yet the moon is like changing in every single phase, you know, cyclic, you know, throughout the month. So mm-hmm. it makes me think of that. And that's where I was saying my story came from. Come on with the story. <laughs> I'm ready for it. So uh, I was dating a guy and he told me that for him, like the way my love was set up and him trying to figure me out. Right. And like really understand my being. It felt like he was walking into a cave and when he would walk into the cave he was like he would go in right and then like let's say like a part of the cave collapsed he was like he'll be like man pump this this don't make no sense and he would walk out but then he would be like he'll come back and he'll be like oh it collapsed with another door open so he'll be like all right let me go this way now you know what i'm saying then he said let's say something he he said always feel like something else will go down oh something else will go down like like another part of a class then he'll be like frustrated and next thing you know he'll look up he'll be like oh snap i just gotta look up and go up this way so i thought it was super dope that like you know that he he felt that way and perceived me in that way because when he was telling the 
the story, I was like, okay, like when he first said it, but yeah. as he explained it, I said, yeah, like, I feel like we don't know each other, right? Mm-hmm. It is this darkness, but there's a, a self-trust that's needed, mm-hmm. and there's a getting to know me and your way around and, like, how to move with mm-hmm. me and vice versa. Like, you feel like, you know, a cave as well in your own way, so mm-hmm. I was like, that's dope. That's really dope. And also in the fact that, like, within that, you could have been discovering yourself. So he only getting to know the pieces of you that can be, like, discovered based on how they're, like, exposed. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, once it's here, now you can do something with it. You know, or mm-hmm. you can you can experience it. If you if it's not here, you can't experience it. That's Facts. dope. Facts. But I feel like sometimes people cop out with another human when, like, all we are doing is meeting ourselves every day. Mm-hmm. So, like, we really can't. I guess I don't want to say quant. Is the word quantify? You really can't um, put expectations on mm-hmm. who we are to each other. We mm-hmm. can ask questions, inquire, mm-hmm. lean in, mm-hmm. but I can't expect you to be like any one way. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Especially since we are, we are. Um, what she say, Erica Badu? She says, you know, call us by our name. Like if we are all of these things, like how could we expect to be or expect anyone to be any one way? Or even if they are that way, how can we expect? I love the way this smoke is. <laughs> like, talk to me. Um, how can we expect anyone to show up as, in the same way? Especially since we know that creation flows. Like, creation doesn't doesn't stay the same. It's not consistent. It's a very flowing, changing, ever changing mm-hmm. thing. Um, so, um, on our last episode, we were talking about how our wounds or our connection with our womb affects us today, affects us in the past, and affects how uh, how we exchange with other beings or how we, you know, show up. Mm-hmm. Um, what does that look like for you? My connection with my womb, mm-hmm. how do I see it affecting my relationships? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I will say for me, my womb kind of feels like my first home. So my womb always connects me to my body as a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of times, like, because I've never had, like, you know, like people, I know some women will talk about painful periods and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I never really struggled personally with painful periods, but I have struggled with feeling comfortable in my body. Mm-hmm. Um, and so my womb for me, like placing my hand on my womb for me always feels super super powerful um but it also brings me back to just being in my body and just actually like embracing and touching my own physical body Mm -hmm. and for me um just feeling at home in my body feeling secure in my body for me i notice like however confident i feel in my body is how i tend to show up to spaces and give love um and even be able to receive love um it has a lot to do with how comfortable i am um with being vulnerable, you know? I, so I think my womb for me kind of just connects me to my body and just uh, allows me to see how secure I feel, how confident um, I am in my sensuality and my movement. Um, Damn, you said a lot of words that I know, I know for myself was a question. So I'm gonna go through some of them. Mm-hmm. Some of the words I heard was sensuality. Um, you said vulnerability. Mm-hmm. And it was one other word that stood out. Um, that stood out. But let's talk about those two 
right quick because oh you said secure mm. so those three words stood out to me and I know for most women they don't exist in our vocabulary mm. because sensuality for you like how do you define that and what does it look like for you I feel like sensuality we're all well I can't say we all I, I was born with sensuality mm-hmm. um I think sensuality is the way we dress and adorn ourselves the way we decorate a room the way we keep a room clean um the way we talk like the rhythm that we talk to mm-hmm. um the way we fix ourselves is the way you move through a room the way you walk um, I think all of that to me is sensuality just because it's like you're, it's like a natural grace. Um, it's like your relaxed state of being. So for me, like when I'm all the way vulnerable, I, I'll bring that back into mm-hmm. it. It has a lot to do with vulnerability. When I'm all the way vulnerable, trusting in that moment with myself, like what does my relaxed self look like? How does she show up? How does she feel? Um, how does she move, talk, sway, all those things. And it's just because I am. Mm. It's, it's not with any, um, like sensuality, I think a lot of times people connect to sexuality. Right. And I think they're extremely different. Mm-hmm. Um, sensuality is just your essence, like in how you move in it and, you know. Yeah. Um, you You brought up secure. So... How did you create a sense of security for yourself? Mm, got picky. Stayed picky. <laughs> Defining them yes and no's. Yeah. I feel yeah. like we're I feel like peculiar. Um like I've always I've always had like a certain little knack for details. Um the way I like things put together, done. It makes me very picky to some people. Another person like, yeah, I agree, you mm-hmm. know. So for me, it's just me owning and having time for myself for me to be like, nah, I really either like it this way or don't like it this way Mm -hmm. Um, and accepting that by myself. So then when I show up with, you know, my other people in relationships, um, I can automatically tell who naturally aligns with me because that's just who they are as well. Um, Who's trying to align with me. They're like, oh, yeah, you like that with me, too. You know, that whole energy. Or um, who just doesn't, you know, mm-hmm. who may like something completely different. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's just trusting myself. That's what, I feel like that's what secure for me comes down to. Secure is me trusting myself, what I felt this morning, and carrying that through my day. Mm. That's powerful. Um, what tools do you use to, like, get in your body, to, like, get familiar with yourself? And that helps you, like navigate or present that to the world breathing mm-hmm. that's first um connect with myself i feel like touch really like taking a second to like touch my hands feel my mm. feel my arms feel my shoulders oh uh, that mean that's a circle because that means i gotta have a love here um <laughs> remember when we went to the first her healing place event mm-hmm. and ayla had that um Ayla Shay, she had that um, exercise where we had to like, like first we like rubbed our bodies, then we like tapped our bodies, then we like patted our bodies, and then we like firmly like held our bodies and like like really getting in your body. Like mm-hmm. I thought that was so powerful because I, I don't even, I don't know if you remember, but there was even someone in the audience that like had a whole experience. Mm-hmm. Like she probably had just had been disconnected from herself and she got in her body in that moment. I think that's so 
that's so beautiful that it wasn't you didn't just say breath that you said touch as well I Which, think touch is a big deal mm-hmm. that's not um, really big deal my Val Miss Valerie Winborn she's gonna be up here too um, she is actually a big advocate for uh, masturbation like she's like like if you don't know how to masturbate, mm-hmm. come talk to me. Like she, like we're gonna get you a toy. We're gonna figure out a way for you to get in tune with yourself. And it's not just the the act of of um, for her. She says it's a very spiritual thing because mm-hmm. we're we're getting to know ourselves. We're getting to to know how we how we love ourselves, and then getting to express ourselves through that. Like no one else has to had to have any part in that Mm -hmm. and like the fact that touch can go from not just how how because when I think of when I initially think of touch I think we always think of the definition of like how we interact with other people Mm -hmm. so how someone touches us or we touch someone else but like how you touch yourself is important Mm -hmm. um and the levels and layers of touch mm -hmm. I feel like like how do you know how you're touching someone else if you don't identify what your touch feels like to you mm-hmm. like how do you know what you're giving someone else to feel mm-hmm. um or how do you know what you're receiving i've seen so many people mm-hmm. that were uncomfortable with the someone else's touch and that it probably didn't even register but i saw it in their body i saw it in like you know like the, the whole yeah, thing the whole intensity that yeah. came up the tense that came up but I feel like that's instinctual mm. I feel like I there's a lot of times when I didn't like something and it was this instinctual energy that just came up in mm-hmm. me um now what I did with that moment whether I chose to act on it or not mm-hmm. was the part that either was me suppressing it or me allowing it to come out and flow mm. you know what I'm saying and I've learned don't suppress mm. like speak on it you know mm-hmm. I'm real big even if I don't have the words sometimes I'll move I'll walk I'll mm-hmm. get a drink of water I'll do whatever I gotta do <laughs> to break up this moment because I can't I can't stand it I can't sit in it Listen. I don't agree with it you know so I have to break it up with some form of movement action mm-hmm. and sometimes my words come in a second you know um, sometimes they come immediately but uh, the way my ancestors set up, <laughs> we're gonna think before we before we speak. Ah, uh, that just made me think of some things I'm not gonna talk about. <laughs> Cause you know I had that one situation where um, I was inappropriately touched, and my whole self knew what was going down. Like my whole self, and I had I could not not address it. Like she would not let me rush. She was like, "No, bitch, what? Mm-hmm. No." Right um, now. Yeah, and then the situation where I was um, like physically harmed, or at least my being thought that it was in danger, and I had to defend myself. Like I didn't know that I even like that was even a part of my design until like it happened, and mm-hmm. I, and like. Being where I am now, she does not allow herself to be treated or um or like carried in any way. Like I'm not going. Mm-hmm. I'm not going. Like you can't make. Mm, that's okay. Handle this is a circle. Carefully. So I learned something about the Mississippi River. Um, there are certain parts of the Mississippi where it had been straightened. Um, I guess they wanted to make it more linear. But in those places where it had been straightened, those are the places that flood. And I think that's so 
um, important to understand because like water knows, like water remembers. You can't change something because you want it to change. It only can do what it it is designed to do. So those places will probably always flood because you decided to change it from what it is instead of allowing it to flow in the way that it does. I think in those moments where we're trusting ourselves and we know what our water does and we understand how it flows and someone or something disrupts it, um, I feel like our being naturally just be like, well, no, nah, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes I got to catch up to my being. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, I, I catch myself in the moment and I'm like, oh, all of that went down. Mm-hmm. Like now I'm here. You know, but all of that went down because she knows she knew to protect herself. She knew to show up for herself. She knew to be present, you know, with herself as much as she can in order for her to continue to to exist, which I think is important because insecurity, so I feel like security and safety are, are different. Mm-hmm. I feel like they live beside each other, but to be secure is to like trust that you're, you're, you will be fine. Mm-hmm. To be safe is like knowing, um, not necessarily knowing, but, but feeling secure. To me, safety is feeling secure. But I would rather have security, just like if we have like faith or trust. I would rather have trust. Mm. Because like I can have faith in me. I mean, we have faith every day. But to me, trust is, is there's something backing trust. You know what I'm saying? There's mm-hmm. something concrete backing trust. With faith, I feel there is, I feel there is, it's more of like an, an absence of something that you have to just like. <laughs> faith almost feels like um, no research. There's no work behind it. It's just more so I have faith. Yeah. It, it kind of feels empty as much as secure feels. Or, well, yeah, it was next to secure. I feel mm-hmm. like secure feels more so internal. That trust feels internal. Mm-hmm. Like I'm trusting because I feel, I know there's like a... Um, I don't know. It feels like you just understand physics and the science of the world more. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're just trusting that, like, I'm here right now. I'm going to do what I need to do. Like, it's more it's more internal, it feels like, for me, the, between the words. Mm-hmm. So, okay, now I want to ask you, as you're walking in, in all of these feelings and knowing yourself, right? You're mm-hmm. in your body and you understand yourself um, enough to, you know, navigate through your day-to-day. What do, what do those... Um, interactions with other beings look like or feel like or um, what have you experienced that has taught you lessons when it pertains to like being you as I'm walking through my day what does my interactions feel like with others mm-hmm. being me like staying myself staying authentic to myself yeah um I will say it is to have no expectations with anybody um I don't care how long I've known you I don't care your title in my life. Mm. Um, just as I am different every day. Um, just as I have my ebbs and flows, I also accept that people around me are the same way. Um, another thing for me is I like being, which for me can sometimes mean like it has no real form. Um, if does that, I hope that makes sense, but it doesn't have like for me being, it's kind of like whatever I want to do in the moment, mm-hmm. I will do. Mm-hmm. So 
for me, it's like with it having no real form, like like let's say I, let's say you know I see you right, mm-hmm. and you're having a sad day, but I'm super excited. I didn't mm-hmm. woke up and I'm just like all over the place with my energy, mm-hmm. and I see you and you're sad. Like for me, um, if I take note of it initially, you know, I will inquire, I will check on you, mm-hmm. but it does not mean I'm going to change my vibration mm-hmm. or leave my my being. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I don't mind me checking on you, being there. If I have anything to offer you, giving that love. Um, but then also carrying on with my, my being mm-hmm. to take the rest of the form that it wants to take. <laughs> that made me think of you. Ah, you remember that day? You remember that day, right? What he came in there playing. Uh-huh. He came in my room playing. The barber that works with us. He came in my room playing. And um, not necessarily playing, but we all have a very playful energy. And, like, I just, like, won't feel in it that day. And I was like, yo, come on. Like, you can't read the, read the room. Like, you can't read the energy. Like, and he was like, I, I, I and, he was, and he was like, I don't care about that. Like, he was like, it's like, that don't have nothing to do with me. Like, and he's right. How I was feeling and, like, where I was in my present moment had nothing to do with him. And I can honor that um, now only because, like, had I... Like, had I been open to, like, not staying in that energy, his mm-hmm. energy would have, like, lightened me right up. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I would have been off that. Like, you know what? We're not going to stay there. That's that's small. That's the past. It's mm-hmm. not here right now. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I yeah. saw that. Dang. How? Okay, so. I wonder why I wrote that down. But I think that plays a part into this. So, in, in our communities, I know that we have a lot of... um. Like, our community is growing and it's connecting more, you know? Like, everything's kind of being, like, attracted to each other, like, glued to each other. Like, in in us navigating through our community right now in, it, in its current state and with the energy that I feel we're, we're receiving from the ethers, what... Uh, it's the feminine energy. So... As, as I'm healing myself, I think I'm witnessing more so in what ways we can grow, mm-hmm. right? So how does that look for you when you're, as you're moving and what you're seeing in the community, like in the, in the whole? Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'm putting a lot of things down, a lot of. I guess care down like it's not that I don't care mm-hmm. it's just that I, I also realize that I don't like I feel like knowing people and getting to know people like like I know you over time so I take each moment I think just with as much I give it as much love as I have to give um I honor I see it I have a great memory so I always remember little moments but I don't dive into them mm-hmm. by myself mm-hmm. I prefer to show up in the moment ask when I have space and there's time and you know saying the time is right you know inquire in the moment um but also leave the moment there <laughs> leave it right where where it was and um I feel like for me with community it feels like a lot of putting things down not not like seeing things witnessing things mm-hmm. but not um going home and trying to dissect or mm-hmm. understand like we're not there nope yeah so <laughs> when I see you again I'll see where you at and yeah. get to know you maybe it will come maybe it won't you know yeah. but letting it be free enough mm-hmm. to become and be whatever it really is i think that's so important because what i'm realizing is as much as we connect 
we change, right? And with our changes comes like a different understanding of our connection, right? So like we can have an initial connection that's like lit, right? And in that next moment from whatever's going down, like it could be totally weird. Like Mm -hmm. it could just be different. Um, And in the community, I'm realizing that a lot of people want, uh, not want, I know that I've I've witnessed a lot of things changing and a lot of, a lot of us not really know how to flow with that change. Mm. So, like in like so I think that's really that's really beautiful for you to mention because that is I feel like a very true way to move in that like don't just just don't hold on to anything. Like be present with what you're what you're experiencing but like don't hold on to anything for for too long like or at all really. Um because you're going to keep meeting. Like we're going to keep having creations. We're going to keep you know um witnessing each other. We're going to keep um, having transparent interactions if we choose to, you know, we're gonna, like all of these things are going to occur, especially if we set those intentions within ourselves to experience outside of us. Mm-hmm. And that's why I, I can't say we, mm-hmm. I would say I, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. um, ours, whomever that is, mm-hmm. when it is, I feel like, um, I don't know. I just, I wish we inquired more. I wish we asked more questions. Ask some questions. Yeah. <laughs> Ask some questions. That was definitely a, a a saying of last season. Like, let me like I'll let you know. I got you on that. Yeah, ask me. Um. Hmm. Do you have any any other tools that you feel? Um, are beneficial in just getting in tune with you. I know you said your breath and your touch, um, but in like, and how you connect with, I would say the people in your family, right? Mm-hmm. So, so I know um, a, a big deal of mine was connecting with my mother and my sisters in a different way. I know that our original, uh, my original understanding of them was very. Um, very vague. It was kind of like you're here. I know you're here, but like I'm here. You know, like you're mm-hmm. here. Mm-hmm. I'm here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so there was no no real connection. There was a lot of um uh, disconnection or you know like distance. Yeah, and um and I want to know like what does that look like for you? I know. So in my witness how you love your family or how y'all exchange with each other you're very in my opinion from from where i'm where i'm sitting like you're very patient with your family and very understanding with your family and um i think to me i i was able to learn some lessons from that because you i think you're very like very open to whatever they show up or however they show up or like um but you also like don't let them move you you Mm -hmm. know which i think is beautiful because a lot of times i like i don't care to i don't i don't care that you're moving at all with me so when i'm thinking of like how i experience my my family is it's usually like i don't i don't really um i don't really stay too I don't really think too much about how what you're doing or what's going on there. I just like I'd be like, well, what you bringing today? Mm. You know. Mm-hmm. And to me, I think that's different than being open to how they show up because 
who knows what comes with that or what what they're going through that has them moving in that way. And I think you're very good about like understanding um, like where they are at in any present moment and like how you move with that. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't know how much work that took or how long that took, but I don't know if I got it. (laughs) I don't know if I got it. I think that got a lot to do with just the like like uh, I was born into this, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, oh, and I say born into this because I feel like my per- my personality and who I know myself to be, mm-hmm. I see like I'm the middle child of eleven. Mm-hmm. So I've always had a shared a room until I got to college. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, like my like I have younger siblings who were like pissed about that growing up, mm-hmm. and for me, like. I never pissed about what? About sharing rooms. Okay. About being so many of us. Just mm-hmm. like they were more particular earlier on. Like mm-hmm. and it's it's interesting because I was talking about being particular now, mm-hmm. right? I've adopted that personality and that style from my younger siblings. Mm-hmm. Seeing how they particular they were about growing up mm-hmm. um has helped me as an adult now mm-hmm. being more particular. Because when I was young, all everybody who knows me, they're like, yo, Jadine be chilling. She be laid back. <laughs> I didn't give a fuck. And like, be cool. <laughs> be cooling. Okay. Cool and so for me, everybody being who they were, and it's it's so interesting how it's eleven of us, but literally we have strongly different personalities. Mm-hmm. Strong different uh ways we talk we are and it's like the way we show up the way we adorn ourselves and it's like we all came up under the same roof you know same parents um how did we each find like such strong uh what's the word uh i guess you could say i'm thinking lines just strong the way we present ourselves the way we get ourselves together is is very unique to our own selves to your own desire yeah Yeah. so for me it's like family and mm -hmm. being in the same house don't mean y'all similar Mm -hmm. at all um and i think i just look at i think early on while everybody else was fussing i was just like i'm gonna just let them do their thing Mm -hmm. they seem busy Mm -hmm. they seem occupied (laughs) I'm going to do my thing. I'm going to mind my business. <laughs> and I've always been the joker, too. So I always feel I always feel like if I can make you laugh, like, you can get over that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's over. Like, if I can make a joke out of it, if you can see the funny, the comical side Dice of it. <laughs> if you can see the comical side of it, you can stop tripping. Like, it's not that deep. You can make it deep, but it's not that deep. Yeah. It's not that deep. Dang. You are your son. <laughs> my son is me. Yeah. <laughs> The first time I met him, he was in his drawers. <laughs> yeah. No shirt, no socks, just like cooling. And I was like, yo, like, that gotta be some of the, like, the most, like, beautiful moments because it's like, there was no requirements of him. Like, there was nothing like he was just being himself and then like when it was time to do something he did it on his time the way he wanted to do it like okay it's time to eat yeah but i want hot sauce and then he dumped like half the bottle of hot sauce and then proceeded to eat and i'm like yo this kid is like four what's going on like but he know himself and he was firmly in himself and he was allowed to be himself and i love the fact that at four he knew enough about himself to know like these are my yeses these are my no's Mm -hmm. like I think that's very <laughs> reflective. Like, yo. Yeah. Like, I got a story. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, my child, I'm, I'm, I've, 
I'm a big believer. I think the best way to sleep is butt naked, y'all. Okay. That's lit. I think clothes are restraining. I know for us, we were talking about the womb, but even as women, like we're told not to wear underwear to bed because the the body needs to be free, air, mm-hmm. all the all the elements need to like, you know, help our body, you know, rest. So when it comes to sleeping, I also think naked is best. And so my son, he sleeps in his room. He'll sleep naked. I'll sleep, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, how I sleep. And so I let my son go to my parents' house and it was like, Tyson proceeded to get butt <laughs> and go to sleep. And my mom was like, what are you doing? Like, you need to get some clothes on. She was like, what, you don't got no pajamas? Whatever. And everybody yeah. made a fuss about it. Yeah. And I thought it was so funny. It was like, nah, he was just like, I'm going to sleep. Yeah. Like, looking at everybody right. like, what is wrong? I got to put on? clothes on the rest. That's, yeah, That's backwards. That's counterproductive. Yeah, all of that different. That's different. But see, that's the beauty too, because I had it when I talked to him. I, I didn't know he was doing that, you know, at my grand at my mama house, his mm-hmm. grandparents' house. Mm-hmm. And so I talked to him. It's it's cool too that like with our children, we really get to allow them to be free, but then also introduce them to the world mm-hmm. because that was like a moment I got to introduce them to the world and mm-hmm. tell them like, look, Dyson, like. This is your bed. Your bed different yeah. than when you in your papa bed or your, your auntie bed. You gotta you gotta realize they don't know what you're doing. Why you know why you sleeping like that? Do that in your space, and mm-hmm. when you go to other spaces, you know, uh, figure out where you're at and be more prepared to mm-hmm. you know meet where they need you to be at. Mm-hmm. So he was like, all right, I can do that. I can do that. And he was like, he was like, why they tell you about that? Like, I, go to sleep. I was like, I know too. I yeah. know they don't know yet. It's all yeah, good. it's cool. <laughs> it's cool. Dang, that's dope. I got a story. I'm <laughs> and I knew it was gonna be something, something funny too. Life be real, man. Okay, so now we on children. Like, how is it being a being a mom and like? Like I know, I don't. I know when you were when you became a mother, you were still figuring you out. Mm. Which I'm not saying that we ever like stop, mm-hmm. right? But like, and more so, like just really, like I know you trusted or you knew who you were, but like I know you probably weren't done. I will say I feel like figuring me out started maybe like three years after Dyson mm-hmm. because I wasn't really doing that soul searching work mm-hmm. when I became a mom mm-hmm. um I feel like having him woke something up in me mm-hmm. that was just like oh nah like a lot of things just like got illuminated mm-hmm. after I had him um so that's when I started doing that work prior to that it was more so I don't know I think I was going for the the American dream in some sense like oh uh, yeah you know societal standards yeah of what what making it looks like yeah mm-hmm. and um not really realizing how to dream for myself mm-hmm. how to and that i could manifest my own dream Ooh. yeah so he woke that up in me mm-hmm. do you think that um that that occurs with becoming a mother or do you think that can be awakened without doing so like, I, yeah. Yeah. You don't need to have a child mm-hmm. to wake up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A lot of people, men and women, think that. Mm-hmm. Like I hear men all the time saying, like, once I have a child, I'll, I'll just have this I fire think under it's me. It's weird that, like, <laughs> like, because even, even, even the way humble talks about like how we do something or how we like, like be something, like, you just do it. You just do it, and there's no like. There's nothing. There's nothing you need to add together to get there. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like you, 
your will in action you mm-hmm. know so i trust that but when people say that like if they're like looking for more pieces before they do i really feel like what they're saying is like how do i light my fire mm-hmm. like i don't feel a desire i don't mm-hmm. feel a flame i don't mm-hmm. feel connected with uh, sorry but i don't mm-hmm. feel connected you know <laughs> and it's like um you got to figure out where your fire is at mm-hmm. you got to figure out what your heart truly is on and mm-hmm. what it wants mm-hmm. um so when people say that i'd be like oh it's okay there's yeah. fixes for that you yeah can, you can wake that up yeah i think i like i like adding the doing part because i think i was always there but i didn't know how to like i i didn't know what it what the definition looked like if that makes any sense because I was looking for a definition. I didn't realize that, like, I was it. You mm. know what I mean? So I think the doing part allowed allowed me to express it. So once I was in the expression part of it, I'm like, oh, shit, I'm this? Mm. Oh, shit. Like, oh, can I say shit? I can say shit. This is my shit. Yeah, this All is right. Shit. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, and then when I, when I started doing and, like, feeling it from a space of, like, I just became this because I did it. Mm. It hit different. Mm-hmm. It's no longer, I no longer need to figure it out because I am it. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and I can get better at it. I can do, I can do it differently. I can change it. But ultimately, I, I already was the thing. Mm-hmm. I had to express it. I had to. You had to do. Yeah, I had to do. That's the magic of, of do. Magic. I see. I see. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Okay. We experiencing ourselves. Observance is what Muji says. We are the we are the witness. We are the observance. We aren't the the person. You know, a lot of times we want to connect so much to like all the pieces of us when really if if we witness ourselves enough, we we un is it unconscious? I feel like conscious and unconscious is the same thing. It's just awareness, right? We become aware of our being. We become aware of what it does. Like mm-hmm. there are plenty of days where I don't have a ta- I don't have a list of tasks to do, and I wake up and I begin my day, and like things get done mm-hmm. because naturally they were gonna get done anyway if I had just made the decision to get up and move. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also think that. It can be beautiful to strategize your day to do it from that standpoint, but it always it, it always feels very restricting to me, for me to have to do it in that way. So mm-hmm. I like to flow into my day rather than to force my day, mm-hmm. um, and finding the balance with both of them. If I if I feel like I need to have a balance with them is the difficult part for me mm. because like as much as i can schedule a thing like i might be 15 minutes late <laughs> you know what i'm saying like my daughter might need a five minute hug mm-hmm. that just throw off you know everything as far as like me having to be there or like me hitting traffic on the way there or whatever it is mm-hmm. but like that five minute hug she needed that and i was gonna give her that five minute hug because that's what she needed in that moment mm-hmm. so i think it's um for myself being present moment to moment you know with myself and showing up for myself in in the the most I can in that moment. Mm-hmm. I think that's why we need earlier days, mm. like earlier rises, and also I feel like I'm not real big on like strategizing or planning like my day to day. I prefer to do it like the five year, ten year stretches. Mm-hmm. I've noticed I like it like that more so because like one thing for me, I feel like in the past, like when I was talking about my childhood and me being the middle child. Mm-hmm. I feel like in the past, with me being so laid back, I was the dreamer with no dreams. Mm. And I say it like that, and I remember that statement for myself just because it's like, 
I was always a daydreamer. I was always very creative, but direction wasn't my thing. I didn't really know where I was taking it. Um, and I, for me, it's because of what you just brought up. Like, I prefer to be in the moment and love how it feels to love in that very moment and do what I need to do in that very moment. But sometimes it can make me a little late. Sometimes it can make me shift. Like I had this project and now I don't really feel connected with that project. Mm-hmm. I want to shift this way. So mm-hmm. for me, it's been better just dreaming out like, okay, what does this year look like? What does five years look like? Mm-hmm. 10 years look like? Because now I have this in my subconscious mind, mm-hmm. a vision for where my life is going. And I'll let all the other little pieces flow, you know, mm-hmm. into that motion, that movement. Mm-hmm. I'll okay. Get so and speaking of manifestation which is what i feel like you know that is what in what ways do you manifest like and what what tools do you use to to help you manifest oh, that's deep Dominique. Mm-hmm. that's a lot of that's a lot yeah <laughs> <laughs> um to sum it up i'll say i like to include my magic like in all the little things i do i'll be sweeping the floor chanting <laughs> <laughs> i'll um I'll wipe down tables with intention. Mm-hmm. I'll make my tea, you know, loving over it, praying over mm-hmm. it. And it's very in the moment. So mm-hmm. I might be making something and my heart's heavy. Mm-hmm. I'm speaking to my heart, mm-hmm. you know. I'm going to be just loving on my heart in that moment, you mm-hmm. know. This is for you. This 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 actual action is offering to you. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it's like, I think sometimes people complicate manifesting. Mm-hmm. Um, they looking up for all this magic outside of them when you just have to dive into you and it was like when I started doing this it was just like a little tap on my shoulder from my ancestors Mm -hmm. that was just like do it now Mm -hmm. like right now Mm -hmm. like stop thinking you got to go and get you know all these things and then no do it now Mm -hmm. like you have right now Mm -hmm. so I just started doing that and my rituals change they're like water they keep moving Mm -hmm. but some of them are very concrete and I like it. So, to me, that makes me feel, which I know we've discussed previously, mm-hmm. um, is that the work starts at home. How we do, how we do our caring tasks for ourselves and, and and our loved ones, is how you know our reality manifests outside of that. Um, I know for myself, it is being disciplined with my devotion because. I lack structure and um, what's the other word? Structure and like organization in certain areas that I know if it was a little more structured and organized that it would flow better. So I incorporating that into my practice, which that word came up again, practice Mm -hmm. um, really changes the dynamic of like what I like what I manifest. Um, and I didn't know I needed that because I thought like I've always been a very I've always been to me a very spirit like spirit I won't even say spiritual I've always been spirit mm-hmm. right I've always been very flow very like I got a body but it don't define me like I got a mouth but you know like I didn't really care about the physical things um, I cared more so about like how I was feeling like like where I took myself mm-hmm. and like where I placed myself. It wasn't necessarily like what I was doing. It had mm-hmm. nothing to do with like what I was like physically or like like how I was being perceived even. It was just very much so like, where we going? Like, I was the win, literally. Like, where we going? That's what we gonna go. Like, mm-hmm. that's what we gonna do. Um, so I love that your your key to manifestation is the all the little things. Because to me, those are the most, the most important things. Those are profound things. 
I trust that. <clears throat> oh, we we had a really good. Okay. We gotta do it. Do we gotta do it? We gotta <laughs> do it. I was avoiding it. Okay. Okay. So this is round. I want to say three of this conversation of a connection with our mother. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I've grown in every conversation, but I know for both of us that that's that has always been very um, deep, like a very like like we're gonna need a couple days, <laughs> you know. Um, I came to the realization um, yesterday that how I how I manifest is partially. Um, connected to how I honor my mother mm. or how I even honor the the spirit of of motherhood or like of nurture or of of femininity like of of women you know um the realization I came to was that I needed to view her from a space uh from my inner child's perspective mm. And when I, re- when I went through, like, how I viewed her from that space, I realized that I, I looked at her with purity. Mm-hmm. I looked at her from a space of, like, oh, she cries like me. Like, she um, she laughs like me. Like, she gives like me. She shows up like me. Like, there was no, there was no wrongdoing in her actions because mm-hmm. she was being, you know? Um, and I know... I know that is the key now, cause that's the only, <laughs> that's the only thing that I have not been able to see thus far. Mm. And I want—I guess the question I want to ask you is: Was your was your relationship with your mother always healthy? Which, from my perspective, is healthy. <laughs> was you was your relationship with your mother always healthy? And like, what work did you have to put into that in order for you to like? be here at this present moment with like how you um how you care for her and like how you see her Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so your question makes me like think and feel how I feel like in relationships sometimes like we take on different titles Mm -hmm. whether it be like protector caretaker nurturer um child you know mother all those are just different titles right Mm -hmm. um healer hat what have you I feel like when I was young looking at my mom and like the things I seen her going through, I was very, um, I was, I would feel like the, ju- I felt like the judge more so. Like that was the role I played. And then I also felt like, I also felt like, um, I seen how some of my other siblings treated her. I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And I knew I wasn't going to ever treat her like that. Mm-hmm. So it was like, one, the judge, but also the, I can't say protect. Ah, I can't say fully protector. I just because I I didn't agree with them. I wasn't necessarily standing up for her, but I wasn't also like I don't know what role that is, but I wasn't gonna do mm, it to her. Like you know protecting her with your heart, protecting with your thoughts. Like yeah, yeah, like I'm. That's not right. I just mm-hmm. knew they was wrong. Mm-hmm. I knew she had her wrong too, mm-hmm. but I knew that was wrong. Their mm-hmm. response to her was just incorrect. Mm-hmm. You don't treat no mom. You don't treat your mama like that. Mm-hmm. You know. 
Um, so for me, I always felt, I think I think the best role I could say is judge. Mm-hmm. I felt like the judge, like the one who was saying, "No, Mama, you don't do that. You sit down. No, you don't do that neither." You know, just had opinions mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. the treatment of how everybody was treating each other. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, I I think. For my mom, I feel like I was always the one who was like her voice of reason. Mm-hmm. So after everything was said and done, she came and talked to me. Or if I said something, me and my mama really never bumped heads because she knew what I said was kind of like, I mean, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. that's kind of that's word. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I can't really argue with that. Mm-hmm. I could say that one sentence that would just kind of be like, mm. <laughs> okay, you know. Um, and so it wasn't. I would say. Um, I would say the most controversial years of my life was really my teenage years y'all was buck wild I was partying a lot um and for me just I just my mom it's like my mom even resonated with that spirit in me though Mm. like (laughs) I wanted to be at the party y'all and my mom would just see it in my eyes and her like yo she just want to (laughs) dance she just want to be free I went through that the other day listen it's a real it's a real energy it's real and I was like yo it gotta be released okay okay she want to play she want to dance like she don't want to sit here I don't and no where she want to go and my dad would call me flighty when I was young because Mm. I just wasn't with long conversations (laughs) Dominique I'm off that I'm off that I'm off that like oh we but we we went through it already now we going in circles yeah Yeah, I'm off that yeah Mm -hmm. and um, I'm gonna let you come to where you need to be at on your time Mm -hmm. I'm gonna go do what I want to do and a lot of it was dancing talking laughing being outside Um, so and I say buck wild but I like to party y'all it was really just just I really like to be with people, partying, mm-hmm. living. Mm-hmm. And um, my mom, I think when she really realized, like, yo, our daughter likes to dance. She likes to go out. Like, there was a part of her that would, like, make a little bit of fuss about it. But then she would be like, all right. But hearing about her younger years, she liked to party, too. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, so, so y'all, y'all each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was just love. So, um, but we bumped heads the most because I feel like those were the years that I was giving more pushback. Like, mm-hmm. I really wanted to go outside. So those are the years I... Uh, she heard a lot of my my mouth you know mm. never disrespectful though i don't agree like i just feel like when it comes to honoring our parents there's just certain no's mm-hmm. and you can feel that conviction in your being when mm-hmm. you take it there mm-hmm. um people can shut it off they can quiet the voice suppress it what have you but you know you don't want to be treated like that mm-hmm. like think about yourself in that role mm-hmm. you don't want to be treated certain ways so you know what yeah. i had to do i know i feel like we were having a conversation one time and like my words were very hurtful but I had to say them because mm-hmm. I had to feel how it felt to say them because it was like but not as how I feel but the feeling was false the feeling was was pain manifesting itself it wasn't necessarily my truth mm-hmm. so when I spoke it I realized oh I don't agree with that mm-hmm. now I gotta agree to it because I said it but I didn't you know what I'm saying so now that I'm here and I realize that like like first of all nothing has to like I can I can be off that in a second like that was that was this second now we in this moment I'm done with that like mm-hmm. I don't longer agree with that I'm not with that like I don't I'm not that anymore I think that feeling it and thinking it is different than operating it and moving in it like in showing it in action and I think that's where most of us are presently is I know I think differently about them. I know I feel differently about them. I know um, that I honor them differently within my being. What I'm faced with is how how action, how that looks like in action. 
when it comes to like honoring how you feel presently mm-hmm. or the like the feelings the past feelings and letting that pain come up and heal mm, I think it's because um some cycles don't end within um people mm-hmm. so when I'm witnessing like a reoccurring cycle it's like it, I feel like it's easy to forgive the past it's harder to forgive the present. Mm, you know what I mean? Present. It's present. It's right here. Um, so with me, I think it's manifesting a different a different reality based on <clears throat> not what I do in, in action physically, but what I do in action mentally. So I think about her differently. Um, I pray about her differently. Mm-hmm. You know, like my heart loves her differently. It cares for her differently. Like um, I listen to myself when I'm experiencing her as well because – just because that's where you are doesn't, and and because I, I respect you and I love you, doesn't mean that you get to bring that to me. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean that you get to like be that for me or whatever you're trying to create. Um, because this dynamic is also part me. It's not just what you want. It's mm-hmm. not just where you at. Mm-hmm. Like there's an us in this moment. And I think that's that that part where um, balance doesn't exist because I've seen certain relationships where. Um, because children are the child, you know, mm-hmm. the child in the dynamic, they mm-hmm. uh, allow a lot more than what their being can take, mm-hmm. right? And vice versa. So it's like, you, we, I think we all individually have to find that balance. I can care for you, but you also have to respect my boundaries because mm-hmm. I'm caring for me too. Mm-hmm. So we care, I'm caring for both of us in my being. And when I'm caring for both of us and I'm in, in my being, I have to make sure that we're both taken care of. Mm-hmm. And, like, this might not feel love, like love to you, but my no is going to bless you in some way because now you're going to understand and see that, like, like wow, like, you know, I shouldn't. You know, I shouldn't go there. I shouldn't take it there. I shouldn't do this. I shouldn't. Now you understand the no. Like, yeah. now you can love me. And it's like I shouldn't with her. Mm-hmm. Like, accept me. Mm-hmm. If you love me, accept me. Mm-hmm. I think boundaries heal us all. Mm-hmm. I think some of the the lack of boundaries is what got our world so confused. Mm. Um, and there's a statement like this. I think you probably heard it. I, I can love me for the both of us. Mm. Like, I feel like that's that's boundary work. Mm-hmm. That's realizing like this is my capacity. Mm-hmm. You I have reached my limit. I will go no farther. Mm-hmm. Not me dragging my feet past my capacity and still mm-hmm. trying to give, give, give or take, mm-hmm. take, take. No, this is this is all yeah. I need. Yeah, I realized that, that that I didn't have to be quiet. I always thought that honoring her was being quiet. Mm. And like, no. <laughs> uh-uh. But also like, like we can go, we can, we can have that discussion in another setting with a different mindset mm. and like with a different intention because if our intention is to grow pain or hurt right now, like I'm not about to grow that with you. Like yeah. I'm good on that. Um, if our intention is to to get healthier and, and and be better and love each other more, like I'm all for, I'm down. What's up? Where we at? And do you ever feel timing? Like sometimes with conversations, it feels like when you go to talk about it, it's like there's this like force thing you kind of got to go into, mm-hmm. but then in another space it just like frees itself mm-hmm. and goes easy. Mm-hmm. I feel like time is a big part in our relationships too, where. Accepting somebody else is realizing, like, because, like, like, for me, I'm real big. Sometimes people try to talk to me. There's a lot of people around. I'm busy doing something, mm-hmm. not really able to give you my full attention. Mm-hmm. You're trying to have this conversation that might be, like, 
you know, that might be trying to take me somewhere that mm-hmm. I don't have the capacity, mm-hmm. nor do I want to. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I just don't want to mm-hmm. go that place right now. Mm-hmm. And um, I'll say no to it, you know, yeah. or I'll say like, oh, yeah, let's try another time and space. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the people who love me accept me in that moment and can meet me at another time and space because I'm not saying never. Uh, I'm saying not right now. That questionnaire is so important. Like, I love that we always ask each other first, like, do you have like time, space, energy to have this talk? Cause I I I honor when you don't like. If you don't got it, you don't got it. You know, <clears throat> I don't think that we are always given that grace. And I know I'm gonna set intention for me to receive that more. But um, I really don't like early morning or late night conversations. Mm-hmm. I think that's when I'm I'm my most internal being. I'm a most spiritual being. Like I'm a most um I'm I'm in connection. You know, like I I really don't have the capacity to 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 be here with you like i'm out i'm still out here i ain't even in my body yet mm-hmm, you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying like um <clears throat> so i know that not only have i been filtering the time that i have conversations but also um the context of those conversations you can't bring me certain conversations mm-hmm. and i know you talk about that a lot like we ain't doing gossip i love that mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying because it's like what is what does that grow like what does that do what is it what is its purpose like why are we doing that? Yeah. Yeah. You can talk to me all day, and if we're looking for a solution mm-hmm. through the moment, then yeah. But if you just want to bring up talking about a thing, a person, a place without actually, like, doing no work, you keep it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'm even real big with us as a community. Like, if you got bad service from a person, leave a review. You know, respond mm-hmm. to them and let them know that what you didn't like. Like, mm-hmm. don't just think that you need to go through the whole entire town and city mm-hmm. complaining about whatever you experience with whomever, wherever, however, mm-hmm. um, and not actually do the work of like, look, you know, I came to your restaurant and I didn't really like that. The tables wasn't clean. The floors mm-hmm. wasn't clean. It's like, speak on it. Let mm-hmm. the person know, you know. How do we grow if we're not being transparent and like direct? Like, you mm. Y'all gotta flood the city. That shit weird. That, that shit weird. Yeah. That shit weird. That's dope. I love that you said that, especially in this community where like everyone's growing, you know, in in themselves, growing something outside of themselves, and like it's growing, it's changing. We're creating. Um, there has to be a space for error to occur, which means that like we gotta trust ourselves enough to trust the other person with the fact that like something occurred Mm -hmm. so like i want to bring it to you i want to talk to you about it but when i talk to them about it all i'm doing is growing more of what we don't want Mm -hmm. so are we growing disdain are we growing you know these things are are we growing love are we are we growing help like because that's like when i go to my sister's restaurant and like she going down right and i say going down kitchen talk like it's really busy for her Mm -hmm. um I'm not going to sit there and talk about it either. I'm going to put some gloves on to help mm-hmm. or like, you know, I'm going to try to direct the energy that's, that's, that's in the room. Cause mm-hmm. like, I get that you got to be somewhere, but you, you knew you were coming to a place where like fresh food is made. Yeah. It takes time. Yeah. Like, and you want it to be cared for. You want to be thrown in your, in your container. So now we just on something else. Like I didn't carry the conversation somewhere totally different. Cause we're not going to be on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're not going to grow that in here. Mm-hmm. I and I think it. the community is about support mm-hmm. And people need to realize Like what support really looks like mm-hmm. In like the present moment mm-hmm. You know it's not just I supported you because I have money in my hand that I'm part. coming to make a purchase that part. No there's real life support That part. 
you loving on her space like that you know if somebody else needs help like oh she's coming right now she's just in the kitchen like mm-hmm. that's support that's yeah. love like yeah. you got you got her back and it and it changes the dynamic of like of like what it is because when people see that they're like it's they're they're witnessing what could occur instead of like what they're used to seeing. Mm-hmm. Like if this was McDonald's, you would just be sitting there mad. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? This ain't McDonald's. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like we're not growing that type of energy here. Okay. Their purpose, which a lot of restaurants use red and, and yellow, which we know like colors play a part in our moods. Um, red makes you hungry, yellow makes you antsy, it makes you mm-hmm. you irritated, like you kinda anxious, right? Mm-hmm. So the whole point is like, look, we wanna we wanna make you hungry, feed you, but we want you to get the heck out too. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. I think that in in that sense, it's like, it's like, yeah, but this ain't that. Yeah. So let's 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 really set our intention for what are we creating, how are we communing, and how do we move in action when we decide what that is for us mm. and for each other. Get free because you it's gonna look different. Like, I feel like moving in that action, you're meeting yourself in that moment, like we were talking about earlier. Mm-hmm. So you just got to get free and follow your heart. We're going to name this one that. Follow. <laughs> get free and follow your heart. Mm. The, yeah, because the last one we named, Unlock Your Water. I love that uh-huh. name. Uh-huh. Hmm. Yeah. So I thank you for coming up here and sharing your your heart and your love with us. Um, Tell the people a little bit more about yourself, where they can find you. Okay. So um, a little bit more about me. I'm really, really uh, spunky, quirky. Um, My art reflects that. I love dope art. I love Mm -hmm. making and creating um, jewelry, um, adorning coils, taking care of hair. Um, I'm a student to life, so I'm always learning something. And if it feels valuable, if I connect with it, I like to share that on my page. Um, you connect with me on Instagram, Facebook. Is there anything else? Nah, those two. And I have a lot of pages, y'all. So the first one, I would say the main one is from the coil. That's my personal page. I run that one. Um, the business pages are the coil. Well, no, it's called Coil Together LLC on both Facebook and Instagram. Then the Coil Wellness also on Facebook and Instagram. And um, oh, I'm also a yoni steam practitioner. Uh, um, I make tea blends. I make yoni blends. Um, That's what we've been drinking today. We lit over here with with our womb tea candles. Yo, I, mm, I make candles right now. <laughs> See? I think I bought half these crystals from from <laughs> the mineral show from Pluto. Yeah. See, and that's the thing. Like, I think for me sometimes, like trying to figure out how to sum up everything I do, um, it's a lot. But it is love. It is loved on. It is always changing. Like I had, I'm ready to make candles again. I ain't made candles in like a year. But when I make candles, Megan, you I ready? make like a hundred of them <laughs> and I leave them. I let them sit. Let them do their thing. Then we come back around. So mm-hmm. I'm just an artist, for real. I'm just an artist and I flow with what feels right. And mm-hmm. yeah, link yeah. up, pull up. Well, thank you. I thank y'all for tuning in. I thank my sister for being here. I thank Humble for his art. And yes, I am Mayoka and this is the Waterways Podcast. Peace.